Welcome students and faculty to the monthly podcast hosted by uh, Studio G and in partnership with the Mike Loya Center for Innovation and Commerce. My name is John Avila and I am thrilled to have our guests here, um, those who are, have, have lived life in the trenches here at UTEP and who have pitched and who have been acknowledged for their uh, contributions in entrepreneurial acumen to the university. Um, but before I continue on, I am John Avila, and I'm going to let everyone else introduce themselves. Hi, guys. My name is Mia Gomez. You already know me. I'm currently the principal consultant here at Studio G UTEP. And I am really honored to have both of these amazing entrepreneurs with us. We have Kevin and Rodolfo, so I'm going to pass on the mic to Kevin. Kevin, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure thing. Hello, everyone. My name is Kevin Estala. I'm a PhD candidate here at the University of Texas at El Paso, and I am the co-founder of uh, Asira Technologies. And again, as John said, I am a, a recipient award for the competition of the fall 2021. Great. Thank you, Kevin. And, and on the phone, as well as uh, via Anchor, we have Rodolfo. Rodolfo, would you like to introduce yourself? <coughs> thank you, John. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for the invitation. My name is Rodolfo Las Casas. I'm a current UTEP student, uh, sophomore, majoring in finance. Uh, I'm originally from, uh, well, I was born in Chihuahua, but I was raised in Ciudad Juarez. So I'm uh, born and raised Mexican in the border. And uh, thank you guys for the invitation. Of course, Rodolfo. It is, it is our pleasure to be able to highlight entrepreneurs in our, in our borderland ecosystem. Just as a quick recap to our audience as to, as to again, to who we are and, and what our goals are. Um, these are monthly episodes uh, hosted by the Studio G uh, branch of uh, New Mexico State University. Um, we always try to bring on special guests and that, all, that can uh, range from students or, or faculty we're entrepreneurs currently in, in our borderland. We, we interview them, we ask them questions about their, their journey, and we try to uh, package uh, tidbits of uh, information for uh, students or whoever is, is listening into our, our, our podcast. And inevitably, again, goal of ours, and specifically Mia and myself, is, is to boost that acumen among students, and, and specifically entrepreneurial acumen, uh, so that we have a viable career path almost outlined for incoming students or students who are graduating or, or students who have already graduated and our alumni and who have considered taking their own responsibility and their own reins into their own hands uh, and, and become entrepreneurs themselves. That's who our target audience is um, and that's why we bring on these special guests like Kevin and Rodolfo to talk about their story because they last semester uh, just to give a little bit of pretext to their their opportunities, Blackstone Launchpad had a uh, pitch competition in collaboration with Pioneers 21, which is a local accelerator slash incubator here in in the city of El Paso, Texas. And they were the P21 Pioneers 21 delivered a weekly curriculum uh, to students and and uh, a, a whole classroom full of students, each of which each student was. Uh, planning to pitch with their idea, uh, whether it was a few years in the making or uh, a few months. And that pitch inevitably turned into a pitch competition, of which we, again, we have 
Kevin and Rodolfo as representatives. There are uh, more, um, and fingers crossed that we have an opportunity to bring them on the podcast in the future. However, uh, with great gratitude, I wanted to mention um, to Kevin and Rodolfo for giving their time out. I know as entrepreneurs, life can be busy, but we are here to learn about your story. And so that'll be pretty much the introduction for myself as well as uh, for who we are. And let's jump into the meat of the conversation. Just to kind of iron out our pre-assumptions of, of uh, entrepreneurship and what it is, um, I want to start off on a, on a more personal level. So Kevin, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about, uh, I know you had your introduction, but a little bit more about who you are and how did you get to where you are now? Sure thing, yes. So uh, I'm going to start where, where I come from before uh, coming here to the U.S., I was living before in Monterrey. Uh, you can maybe notice from my accent that m English is not my first language. So when I was in Monterrey, I had this uh, opportunity to come to El Paso, study here at the University of Texas at El Paso. In here at the University of Texas at El Paso, I got the opportunity to study the mechanical engineering uh, degree for my bachelor's when in 2018, this is when I got my bachelor's. And so I had the, um, I was invited or I was uh, asked by a uh, doctor here at the university to be part of uh, his, uh, a, a new project he had uh, going on with, uh, with NASA. And so this is when I started my PhD studies here at the university. And right now I, I mentioned that I, I'm a PhD candidate. I uh, proposed my dissertation last semester. So. Uh, this is my last year at the university, hopefully, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um, right now, this is uh, something that I'm also doing, uh, working on my dissertation for my PhD degree in mechanical engineering, too. And aside from the, the main purpose that we're here is that uh, I'm also um, working with the, this business, which I said that I w I'm a co-founder, and which is uh, Acira Technologies. And uh, I guess I, I can let Rodolfo maybe... Yeah, same same question, and and, and wonderful accreditations on the on the uh, pursuit of a doctoral um, degree. That's that's fantastic. Um, same question to Rodolfo. Could you tell us a little bit more about who you are and 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 how did you get to where you are now? Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a Korean UTEP student. However, my journey started uh, a little back ago, back when I was about to finish. Now you know what. It was in my junior year of high school. When I got into real estate, a friend of mine invited me to work over the summer. And uh, I kind of joined their their uh, real estate brokerage firm. You know, just kind of as well in the trenches, you know, figuring out how the sales work and how does real estate work. Um, and after the years, I've been going through a couple of uh, business transformations, you know, to where we are today. It's been a hell of a ride, but you know, I, I enjoyed it at all. And uh, it's it's an amazing um, place or where we are now, you know, going from a small office with I remember three real estate agents to now having a couple of employees and then managing some assets from uh, people. It's, it's, it's grateful. And uh, you know, I've been here in UTEP and uh, the center has provided a lot of resources for us. Fantastic. And, and I'm sure on everyone's mind who is listening as an audience member, uh, but I'm dying to know. Rodolfo, uh, we're going to start with you. 
What is your business? Yeah, well, so my business, it's, it's been changing a while, you know, throughout the years. It's been like three or four years. So we started with the sales, the, the home sales, you know, selling homes. And I was uh, representing clients. Uh, but as we are now as a service and a um, remodeling service, uh, if I could summarize it that way, I mean, that would be the way I could uh, put in a few words. But we basically buy houses in bulk, remodel them, and offer investors uh, an opportunity for them to invest in the community by also getting a return on their investment. Very interesting. I imagine there's a lot of uh, years in that machine there. Um, and, and same question uh, to Kevin. Uh, Kevin, what is your business exactly? I know you and I have had a chance to talk offline uh, about it, but, but for the audience to know, uh, could you describe your business and tell us what it is? Mm-hmm. Sure thing, yeah. So the uh, we, we always say that we have uh, like a two-section as as what the business is and i we always start with the first section or the first part of the business or the plan that we have is what we call those services in which with the services what we do is is collect uh, high um, quality imaging from uh, a uh, from the point of view from a drone or from a, a high um, elevation and what we do with these images is uh, we process these images and then we using softwares we are able to uh, uh, the uh, uh, drone industry or the drones to be able to create new drones and to use them in other uh, um, uh, different sectors in industry. For example, uh, we're trying to focus on the emergency sector also where we want to um, uh, be able to have the drones be as much useful. It can be like uh, uh, to save time to save money and resources to uh, complete missions where it can uh, save, save lives. Very cool. Uh, I'm going to hand the, the baton over to, to Mia, um, and she's going to ask a few more questions. Before I go ahead and continue with the questions, I want to give you guys like the props because you guys are really like getting into it, and your guys' businesses are really innovative. And it's really amazing what we're accomplishing here at UTEP. So I'm very proud of you guys. Like, you guys are killing it. <laughs> but yeah, now moving on with our next question. I know you guys talked about yourselves, your businesses, and all of that good stuff. But now I want to know more. What inspired you to want to start your business? Okay. You know, since I was little, I was really fascinated with uh, airplanes. Mm -hmm. I used to have a set of Legos. Uh, also, uh, small Legos in, in which, uh, you know, the Legos, you can do whatever you want. I, I had a, I had a bucket which uh, had like a uh, 1,000 pieces. Uh -huh. So when, when I was thinking about airplanes, I was uh, working with my Legos, trying to uh, build airplanes and, and uh, something similar to airplanes because I know I, I built some other stuff that for me it was like uh, these things are going to fly someday, you know. And so... When I was in UTEP working in my bachelor's, I got to meet uh, Daniel. He's the founder of the company. He uh, uh, had the business already going on, and we started working on a project together for a class. And working in this uh, project, he was talking about his business. He about a drone company, 
and the thing the things that he was doing with the with the drones and so i got really interested and i remember that i asked him during that uh conversation if he was interested in doing something else with the drones mm. in this case not only flying but actually build them and he said that he was he was open to do that and so that's that's the that I, I believe this was started the the relationship in between me and him about the business uh, a few months later i believe um he called me to ask me if i wanted to be part of a, a new team in which we the plan was to build new drones because uh, he uh, uh, got accepted to participate with the medical centers of america mm-hmm. the mta for short but that's what we uh, call it and so in this we were uh, given the opportunity to use uh, labs, to use uh, the uh, personnel in there, and also advisors. And this was to, for us to expand the business. And, and I think that's, uh, for me, that's like the very first uh, encounter with Daniel about the business. And from there, this is what we've uh, been uh, developing, where we have uh, um, given services and also uh, working on the prototypes of the drones. And so this, uh, all of that led to this, and I believe the, that conversation at that time, my interest in, in that, I think that's what uh, uh, got us together in this case. Wow, that's amazing. Nice to know all of that. I am going to pass on the mic to you, Rodolfo. So my inspiration to start the business, uh, man, I would say it was for sure France. And, uh, you know, sometimes you might see the money, the flashy things that you see on YouTube, on Instagram, all these things that you say, oh, wow, you want to be an entrepreneur or a business owner or whatever. Um, back when I uh, got first into this, it was a flashy thing to get into, you know, and I was like, oh, you know what, maybe I can try this for a couple of uh, months or so. Because uh, my friend invited me over to join the real estate thing. And then I discovered that there was this part of the market that was being unattended and uh, nobody was really addressing it. So I said, you know what, why not really just kind of make it as a side business, a side hustle kind of thing. And uh, you could make some money off of it. And, you know, perhaps get myself, uh, I wanted to get a truck at the time, you know, perhaps I can save for a truck. And then, uh, you know, I saw the business and was like, we were really making some uh, social impact because these are communities Low-income households are abandoned, and that kind of inspired me to get going with the business and uh, all that sort of stuff. And I would say mainly it was my friends, social media, and uh, perhaps a little bit of clout. <laughs> and your truck. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, and the truck. <laughs> I find friends is a very interesting realm of inspiration uh, Rodolfo, I hope you don't mind me asking, but do any of those friends who inspired the the uh, company uh, do do you work with any of them, or are are you uh, more so uh, have them as a as a fantastic support system? You know what, this, this is going to be a sad story, <laughs> but uh, at the beginning of all of this, when I was involved with the real estate firm. Um, my own re- my relationship with them kind of ended a couple of years, well, a year back. Um, I didn't want to work with them anymore uh, due to some differences. And um, my friend, uh, I mean, we kind of took 
both of us our own way there. But I still see them at parties or whatever, you know, in my high school reunion. Um, I don't have as a good a relationship that I used to have with him. However, right now at the moment, um, I am surrounded by friends and connections that are also business owners. And I mean, some of them are actually our clients. So that's, you know, friends at the end are sometimes in your journey throughout your life and uh, business career. Mm-hmm. And, and taking that inspiration uh, from f- uh, old friends and new and u- upcoming friends. Um, I think that's, that's very important to learn what social circles you feel most comfortable and at what stage of your life. So uh, great explanation. Mia, would you like to tackle the next one? Yes, of course. So thank you guys for sharing all of those details about uh, what inspired you. I know it's like a really kind of like deep thing. So thank you for sharing that with us and the audience. Now we want to know, I mean, I know like when you see like a post about like a pitch competition, it can be intimidating. So I want to know like how was your experience? Um, What did you guys feel? What did you guys... Yeah, what did you guys experience during the pitch competition? And I will pass on the mic to whoever wants to, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I guess (laughs) I'll answer that first. You know, I I was thinking the same thing when I saw the pitch competition. You know, I I was uh, a little bit intimidated for that. But I think this is more like a personal because I'm a really shy person. Those The people that know me, they know that I'm really shy. And so imagine me standing there in front of the crowd and speaking about something. Uh, it gets... Outside <laughs> mm. uh, that, I'm a, I believe I'm a really anxious person because I want to do things like fast. And so imagine it's being in the competition and I just want to get it done, you know? <laughs> and so overall, I had a really great experience with the pitch competition. Uh, I think the, um, the Adam and Laura... They were uh, really good um, with the advices, and uh, I, I really, I'm really thankful with them because they took uh, the time to prepare me for that. And uh, <laughs> it, it was, uh, you know, when I was practicing uh, my pitch, they uh, started giving me advices as to how to do things or what, what I needed to do best. And, you know, when I started practice, practicing again i was doing the same and the same errors mm-hmm. and uh, i mean i am really thankful for their patience also because that's uh something uh, that i uh, really appreciate from them in that sense and so i guess that's uh i, I think that's this is one of the best experiences that i have had in in competitions because they were really open to engaging with us uh really uh helpful with the advices and so overall the competition i think it was it was really good also for me for personal growth because I told you that I'm a really shy person, but look at me now. I'm talking for a podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and question to Rodolfo. So kind of giving you a background for the pitch competition. So this this pitch competition was my third one. However, this is um, the most recent pitch competition that I've done. And the one that I've gotten the best result. Uh, but when I begin, when I began uh, like applying for this pitch competition, you know, the nerves re- really get you, and then the anxiousness at the beginning is like you're pitching to a 
group of people who already know about business and some of them already have some years into their business, it's kind of scary. But, you know, at the end of the day, what I thought to myself is was like, I'm going to pitch this business. Either I get the price or not. I'm going to stay with it and uh, keep going. But um, and uh, hopefully, uh, thankfully, we got the result that we got uh, one of the top spots. Uh, and it was just such an amazing and eye-opening experience because you get to work on a set uh, metrics set there's a set thing to be done and there's a process as well so you're kind of like oh okay so as a business I have to go through this and that and talk to my clients and maybe uh, make a proof that my concept is actually worth pursuing and uh, looking at the finances or like could I afford to have an employee or Am I going to do all the thing by myself? And um, that really helped me out a lot. And actually having Pioneers 21 on this pitch competition for, for fall 2021, if someone is uh, listening to this in the future, 2025, this is, uh, we are in January of uh, 2022. And, uh, you know, having Pioneers 21 and their proof of concept and their materials and everything, it was just such an amazing experience because, and the web is just all around the, the internet. I mean, you cannot really find a specific answer to your question. And having their experience as mentors and their material was super helpful to really, um, you know, help me out with some parts of the business that I was not looking at. And I would say a bad experience about it was that we didn't have enough time. For me, a month went by super quickly. There were, there were a lot of materials to be covered. We couldn't even sometimes cover them at their fullest. And I was eager to know, you know, keep going, keep going and uh, keep on learning. And I would say, you know, it's because time is a constraint, even if you have all the money. And at the end of the day, even if we wanted to make this pitch competition longer, I would say we would have needed even more time. But I would say that was kind of a, a thing that I didn't like because we went through all, the, all of the material in a month that could represent for the business like a lot of years. And uh, I will let, definitely look forward to participating more of these competitions um, in the near future. Yes, I, w I was thinking that exactly, that um, this experience will add on to each competition that, that you each apply to. Um, the, op the opportunities that this was for the month um, was was a single opportunity, but I'm sure that they're going to with this one will will continue the confidence to uh, send in those those applications and and be in front of those audiences as an entrepreneur and and I think uh, this is one of many uh, steps or stepping stones in in each of your 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 entrepreneurial journey and it's glad to to hear that um, what's happening here at UTEP. It, it works, or in the sense it, it, it provides that confidence to the student entrepreneur. Uh, personally, uh, the, the journey of entrepreneurship, uh, on top of the fact that requires that, that almost academic realm of, of understanding, uh, it also uh, is, a, is a lot of uh, uh, triage uh, management, or at least problem solving, and, and specifically solving problems that can be challenging for, for other industries or for other individuals. And, and that kind of leads us into the next question as to uh, what challenges did you encounter 
as entrepreneurs, and this is outside of the traditional uh, competition realm, but uh, uh, if you could explain what, what challenges occurred in, in, and so far has occurred, and if those challenges are still going on in, in each of your entrepreneurial journey, I think the audience would, would greatly benefit from hearing more um, about that from each of you. Let's start with, with Kevin on, on challenges. Um, what kind of challenges do you encounter, and are they still uh, occurring as we speak? You know, entrepreneurship, it's a really large thing. And when I started the business with Daniel, for me, it was a, um, entering like in a new world. That's what I'd like to describe this. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, when uh, I'm from a mechanical engineering uh, student, but uh, when you talk to me about uh, uh, things that we see in mechanical engineering, that's something that, that I can really understand, easy to understand. But when you're talking to me about entrepreneurship, or uh, that's how I felt at the beginning, it was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so there's uh, um, these challenges that I'm, I'm still facing where I, I really have to understand the, how business works. Because for me, it's uh, a thing that you keep learning every day. And you see new things where you have to learn new things. You have to adapt to the things that uh, keep coming. And so, you know, uh, we're talking about technology. Technology changes faster now in these days. And so uh, we have to, uh, like, keep updating ourselves also. And so these challenges uh, pretty much uh, started with the uh, knowledge on the entrepreneurship and so, uh, you know, talking about investors, talking about even 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 for me, it was a challenge to even uh, how to research for clients or, and, and that kind of stuff. But uh, um, these things have been uh, I, I've been growing into these things also. Uh, I've been uh, been more knowledgeable because, uh, you know, Studio G, Blacks, uh, Blackstone Launchpad. And uh, MCA, they have provided a lot of resources for us to use. And so uh, I'm really thankful. I know this is used in other contexts, but I think in the same case of, of thinking of a company as, as, as your baby, in order to raise and grow a company uh, correctly, it takes a village. It's not a, it's not a single team um, effort. It takes, it takes help and assistance from, from other programs that can see your, your inspiration and, and hopefully, hopefully add to your, your success. Um, and that's, as, as you mentioned, Studio G Blackstone, um, that's almost at the core of, of what we try to do. Uh, and, and same question to Rodolfo. What challenges did you encounter or do you encounter, and, and are they still going on? <laughs> Man, entrepreneurship is, is full of obstacles and challenges. I'd say it's like a rocky path to uh, success in a way like you have challenges every day coming at you like it's like having a train coming at you all the time you know ready to run you over and you are kind of like trapped in the railroad it's that kind of feeling ever since you start and um i would say one of my biggest challenges what was at the beginning the connections um because first of all as an investment driven company you know we need money to operate and also, well, m uh, connections and money is, is a big thing. So these connections, you know, having someone trust you, in our case, 20 grand or 
even 10 grand or even, I don't know, like a thousand grand. Um, they trusting us that we will put the money to work and give them their money back in a few months. That was one of the big issues because, you know, everybody says that you can, they can make you a return of about 50% or 30%. The problem is they actually are delivering. So that was one of our, our first, um, I would say Roblox, Roblox that, you know, we um, encounter in the way, but also money. So, um, you know, having a, I would say I put out of my, all of my investments into the business. And also I'm very thankful that the, the Michael Lloyd Center has provided a little bit of funding there to also help uh, launch the business. But money, I mean, we're bootstrapping everything, you know, getting pennies from everywhere uh, to pay contractors, to pay employees, uh, even to have material. I remember taking one of my paychecks just to buy, um, um, what's the name? You know, the materials you use to build the houses. Lumber. So like, uh, yeah, well not lumber cause we don't, we don't build with uh, lumber, but, uh, sand, uh, gravel, all those things, you know, it was kind of, yeah, I mean, you don't really get the sense of how much, how expensive steel can be until you actually purchase it. And then you wonder like, oh my God, this whole material is worth more than my vehicle or whatever. So uh, money was uh, a big issue. Um, and it's still an issue, you know, nowadays that we have to be working with the budgets and, you know, like, okay, so we can pull off 10 houses at a time, but if we try to do 15, we may not be able to cover that are coming at us in the next months and uh yeah you know money connections it's that that was one of our first struggles and uh we're still we're learning with them we'll still have them i will be honest but we uh the the um, the goal is to learn how to work with them very cool great answer and and we are at the tail end of our podcast here and we have a final question for the both of you. Thanks, John. So you guys, now that you guys got like the full uh, hands-on experience of the pitch competition and all the resources that you guys uh, received, what would you advise to future participants of the pitch competitions and beyond the competition? Let's start with Kevin. All right, full experience that you can get from this. I told you that I'm a really shy person, so imagine how hard it was for me to get involved in these kind of uh, competitions. But uh, something that I truly know as a fact is that if you uh, participate in these competitions, they really help you grow. Even even if it's not uh, as as uh, Rodolfo said, maybe no, you're not getting the prize, or uh, you know, it's just participate because you get to learn a lot of stuff and they also prepare you for uh, future competitions as John was saying. And so uh, my recommendation or my advice is that uh, participate even though you don't know nothing because that's when you're gonna learn. That's when you get the experience and the knowledge that you will need for f the future. That's great advice. Exactly, and I wanna kind of like touch what Kevin just said. So I know uh, to you guys listeners, because I've been in this place, like it is really intimidating. Like you see an opportunity and you're like, I really want to like participate. But sometimes you just like think too much about it. And honestly, just don't think about it. Just 
dive deep into it and just do it. I mean, honestly, that's the hack. And it was really good hearing from you, Kevin, saying that all of our resources helped you because at the end, like our main goal is to help all of you guys. And remember, you're not alone. Even if you feel intimidated, we're there to help you out. And that's a cool thing about the Mike Loya Center for Innovation and Commerce, that you are not going to be alone. We're going to be there uh, with you in every step of the way. That's what we say with Studio G. And yeah, you're not alone. So <laughs> yes, definitely participate in everything that you see. Yeah, especially because this is a business the way you're trying to exactly to to work on. So you have to let other people know what you're doing. So this is also a really good way to. Yeah, definitely. Now moving on with Rodolfo. So uh, I just want to say that uh, our community and uh, the UTIP community in in, um, in specific, I think uh, most of us are kind of in a mindset where we question ourselves and we have this imposter syndrome and I had it myself also a lot of times in which like, am I really built for this? Like, could I really get started, started with a business? Like, can I actually win a competition by myself? You know, coming from a, a background where I'd say my day-to-day -day life is uh, around working with people and you know, in group setting, even with friends or family, going out yourself, like experiencing a thing that sometimes not even close friends or family have experienced is something that it's, you know, to be feared. And I would say when I just applied, I was like, man, like I was thinking about, you know, how in competitions people will be dropping out the day before the pitch even starts. I was thinking about doing the, that thing, but you know, I was like, you gotta, and I'm sorry for the expression, but I que amarrárselos y, you know, be on the, on the thing at the end, uh, be, go at it 100% full throttle, um, get that fear out of your mind, don't think about it even for a second. And, and I would say maybe as a small tip, how about proof of your, proof, proof of concept of your, product or service that you were offering that really helped me out suit out in the in the competition you know having something that is working or has some traction and uh really is, is it's about to to you know you can show to people that this thing can be done and it will work in the real life that's all it's good to know all the juicy details i didn't know you were thinking of of pulling the plug early i'm glad you didn't <laughs> But that, that's a, um, it's, it's, it's news, but it's also, you're right, it, it's, it's showing the, you mentioned imposter syndrome, uh, or, or thinking maybe uh, it's best to, to sit this one out. Uh, and I think this also goes in line with what Kevin said. It's, it's a part of a, a, a relentless participation um, by an entrepreneur that almost kind of christens them as an entrepreneur. Um, and I think that's highly showcased with, with both of the guests that, that we've had here. We'll look back to this uh, podcast and, and learn a little bit more about uh, what was occurring in, in this, this time at UTEP. And we've already passed 2021, uh, which is when the pitch competition started. Uh, but there will be more uh, competitions like the ones that these two gentlemen apply to, as well as opportunities to meet other entrepreneurs in your classes or in events. Uh, so 
we really do, I mean, I mean, from uh, Mike Loya Center, and I'm sure from Studio G, wanted to offer our, our sincere thanks for attending uh, this event today. Um, I'm going to probably leave the, the window open in case anyone wants to have any last words with, with the audience. Uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty squared away. Um, but again, thank you all for, for attending. Uh, it's much appreciated, and, and we're, I, I'm looking forward to hearing about the, the future uh, successes and, and maybe even uh, future failures that each of us may encounter as, as students and entrepreneurs, um, because those are probably just as important as the successes, the ability to um, reflect and to know that there's a, that it could be done differently, or this is, this is a, the, the way that uh, um, life can happen at times. And, and I think we're all relatively reflected on that concept of, of an entrepreneur's life is challenging, is tough, can change on a dime. Um, but we're here in the present, in person, uh, and we're, we're, our goal is to, is, to, is to boost that entrepreneurial acumen. So any last words to our audience, Kevin? Any last words to our audience, Rodolfo? So, um, you know, first of all, I, th I thank you guys for uh, inviting us for this uh, podcast and for the audience. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, if I'm assuming that if you took the time to listen to this podcast, it's that you're thinking about something big. So please follow your dreams, uh, believe in what you do, and please participate <laughs> in competitions. It's really useful. It's really helpful. Wise words. Gosh, I was about I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I mean I would say you know just go at it. I mean, it's an opportunity get involved with the community. Yeah, all of us are gladly available. If you guys have any questions about entrepreneurship, either our experiences or something, I guess perhaps we'll have our emails on there or something. Um, be sure to, uh, you know, we're all working on this. This is happening. Even if you don't believe it, uh, our offices, you know, are all the way back to UTEP and, um, you know, just keep going at it. Yeah. Yeah, we guys are, we are the prospect hall, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, just, uh, we're available, if anything. And um, very much of luck on your entrepreneurship uh, career. Thank you. And, and Mia, any last words? Yes, I want to thank you guys so much for being here again. Like John said, we are really honored to have you both here. And we want to continue listening about your experiences with your businesses. So don't stop there. Definitely like get in contact with you, uh, with us. I mean, when you make it big, don't forget about us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and also listeners, we want to hear about you. So either if it's right now in 2022 or 2025 or even further, chase your dreams like Rodolfo said and... Go to the Mike Loya Center for Innovation and Commerce. <laughs> thank you. Sounds great. And, and again, uh, sincere thank you to our guests. Sincere thank you to our audience members. And until next month, my name is Jonathan Avila, signing out. My name is Mia Gomez, signing out. My name is Kevin Estala, signing out. My name is Rodolfo, and we will see you next time. Great. Thank you all. Bye-bye.